Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Uh, coming up, we will talk to Luke Bryan. We do have people that are responding to yesterday's show on voicemail. There was a guy who called uh, yesterday about this time who said he can't decide between his cat and his fiance. The cat's going into heat. <laughs> you remember the whole story? Yes. Yes. yes that was, that was one of my favorite callers. Here actually. is voicemail number one. Hey, the young man that can't decide between the cat and his fiance. If the cat's going into heat is the problem, he should just have the cat spayed and she won't go into heat and cause all that drama. You guys have a good day. I don't think it's really an issue of the cat. Nah, because he went into detail with like other stuff with well, him and his girl. But the cat, does, I thought of that too, but then I didn't know if there was financial, because I mean, it costs money to go get your cat spayed. It sounds like there was just more to it than just the cat. <laughs> all right, here's D from Virginia. So the cat and the fiance, I'm not sure what's going on there. He gives her his paycheck. He, She runs his life. He needs to run for the heels point blank period. This has absolutely nothing to do with the cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that too. <laughs> I felt that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding yesterday's segment on the saddest songs, here is a voicemail we got. Hey, Bobby, I was just calling about your segment with the saddest songs. I believe you need to replace one of them with Sarah McLaughlin's In the Arms of the Angel. Ooh, that's sad. And that one gets us because of the commercial it's played on. Yes, right. the animals that yeah. are it's like, mistreated. For a dollar a day, you too could support every puppy that's ever been born. <laughs> and they're the worst images ever. You see this puppy? He doesn't have a snout or an eye or an ear and only has one leg. But you know what? By you listening to this song, he grows. he'll grow three more legs. Please send us your check immediately. And it's a sad song. It is. And I do feel sad when I watch these poor animals. Yes. We're, we're actually raising money right now. I say we, Caitlin is, for a, the place we adopted Eller from, where I think we're trying to raise $15,000. I think we have like $12,000 awesome. raised. But you, we'll put the link up if you guys want to help. It's up on my Twitter. We'll put it up at bobbybones.com too. But it's an organization that she works with here in town that we adopted Eller from when they pulled Eller off the streets. She's a street dog. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> she runs that place already, like seven months old. Are those Sarah McLaughlin commercials still running, or is that thing from our past? I, don't no, it's know. Still on. I think it's still on. Okay. I'm usually not up that late anymore. They used to be like 2 a.m. commercials. What I'm curious about is if she's charging them to use her song. Ooh, I mean, she has to, right? Because at that point, it's like you tell your publishing company or whoever runs your stuff, you're like, uh, charge them, but I, I'm out of this. What do you mean? Like, like did she give, because others, if anyone wrote the song with her, they have to get paid. It's just a whole thing. You can't just use anybody's song, even if it's for Yeah, no, charity. I meant I meant charge them, but I'm out of here. Like, what does that mean? Well, like, you get your people to do it, and you're just like, I'll get the money, but I don't want to be attached to this I just anymore. wonder if she gets paid to... Yeah, because, I mean, that song is, in most people's minds, associated with yes. that commercial. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Good morning, Bobby Bones. Long-time listener of the show, I'm looking for your advice. I am a 26-year-old female moving in with my boyfriend who's 27 next month. We are super excited. I'm really looking forward to it. However, we've been having a debate about decor. I need your help. My boyfriend is an avid hunter and has quite a bit of taxidermy to show for it. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind hunting or the taxidermy, but the issue is where are we going to put it all in a new place? For reference, we are moving into a two-bed, two-bath townhome. He suggested putting all the taxidermy in our bedroom. (laughs) But I don't really want to sleep with a deer staring at me. The alternative 
is having the taxidermy scattered around the living room, which I think is even worse. I am torn because I want Tim to be able to show it off, but I am having trouble on where to place it. Any advice would be appreciated. Thank you, Sydney. Uh, growing up in a house where we had animals everywhere on the walls, like I get it. I'd wake up. Arkansas Keith had a big 12-point buck posted right over the couch. Staring at you. <laughs> there it was. Like right at me. Morning, Bobby. <laughs> so this is what I would say. You don't want the, the animals everywhere. He wants the animals everywhere. Somehow you got to figure out how to put the animals somewhere, right? You, you, you sporadically got to put them in the place. I think you could probably put a fish in the bedroom. No. Interesting. No animals in the bedroom. I Okay, well, then they got to be in the living room. So you're saying, Bones, put them all over the house, like one in the kitchen, well, one you, in... you got to find the places to put them. If, if the rule is no bedroom, fine. But then that's, that's a couple more in the living room. Okay. You're going to need to find like three or four spots, though, for them to be. If he's got eight spots, you need to find four. Mm-hmm. If he's got eight things he wants to mount, the compromise is, okay, we'll mount half of them. Let's find the spots that are equally comfortable for us. You can put one in the bathroom, put it above the commode. Not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So you want to do that? As you're getting your one or two on, you got... You know, Billy the Buck looking down at you? Or the Bobcat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to find a spot for half of them. What is your advice? I mean, I don't know. I this is I don't know that I would want a lot of animals. You're everywhere. not doing a lot. You're doing half. <sighs> half still sounds like a lot. What about the garage? Can you let him build a man cave in the garage yes, and I, put them up out there? If they have a garage, I was going to, I was already picturing some hanging on the walls there. Every day when you pull in, you'll be like, oh, there's my animals. This is what I would suggest you guys do. This is your point. You go home, you go, okay, we can't put everything up. What are the four that you want for sure to be up and shown in the house? And he he picks the four. Okay, well, here are the spots we're not putting them. And then now you pick the spots where they're not going to go. Of the available options, with the ones you want up, where would you like to put them? Okay? And that's how you work through that situation. It's like a contract negotiation. You both have your demands at first. And then you figure it out after that. Yeah, depending on what he has, there's some spots that'll look super cute. Like I have um, some, like a, what, a, I have a deer with a horn. Like a buck? A buck. <laughs> yeah. In my, uh, like, living room area, and it, it looks good there. But it's just that. It's not like a trophy wall or anything. That's the compromise. You let him pick the half of them that he wants up for sure. You pick the spots you do not want them up for sure, and you work back from that way. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm. But I feel for her. I would not want someone trying to put all that in our bedroom. Sure. Yeah. Great. Okay. So so as long as he but what if he what if he's like, okay, one well, in the bedroom. Then what if she's like, nope, we're okay. not putting any of them up. Well, oh we don't my. do that. We have good, healthy negotiations. <laughs> okay. That's your answer, Sydney. Thank you for emailing. Have a good day. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to reach out to us, get in the mailbag. Morgan, what's that address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Thank you, guys. Fun Fact Friday. You know what this is about. It's the most fun facts of the week. Randomly found by Amy. Let's go. Number five. So if you're allergic to cats, that also means you're allergic to lions and tigers. Mm. Yeah, Isn't that cats. crazy? Well, I know, but mm. you feel like they'd be a different kind. And not that you're ever close enough to a lion or a tiger, because I'm sure <laughs> that your allergies is the least of your problems if you get super close to one. But still, I had no idea. <laughs> the least of your problems. <laughs> yeah, As you're getting so. your face mauled off, you're like, I'm also allergic to you, man. I, I too. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, man. We get our cat soon. Our, so I'm going to have. You getting a lion? No. Panther, a, dude. <laughs> of course. <laughs> a little cat. My daughter, she got a cat for Christmas. So I'm, we're about to be cat people. Which, by the way, my allergies are setting in for the first time in a year. And they're starting to. I mean, if you have allergies, it feels like a big weighted blanket is just inside your nose and, and throat. They are not. They are not fun. All right. That's a good fun fact. Let's do the next one. Number four. So the USPS made stamps with the Statue of Liberty on them in 2011, but the picture they used was the Statue of Liberty outside of New York, New York Casino in Las Vegas. And it's really not clear if it was an accident or they used it because it was a better photo. But Who ratted them out? <laughs> I don't know. And I wonder how, did they see the roller coaster in the background? Like, how did they find out? Yeah, I I don't know, but it was, it's just a fun fact. Like, I'm sure a lot of people thought, oh, the Statue of Liberty. There's I'll- an In-N-Out burger behind it. <laughs> They're like, oh, They're like this does not seem like New York. <laughs> I wonder if that's a rare stamp that would be worth something one day. That's interesting. Number three. So Apple employees used to present an annual award to the person who best stood up to Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs was a fan of this award. Oh, man. I was like, should we implement that here? I feel like people would just be trying to win the award. Like, they weren't even really meaning (laughs) it. Just say, you shut up, Steve Jobs. Yeah. (laughs) You're ugly. Your turtleneck sucks, loser. (laughs) Well, give him $100,000. I like this guy. I like that guy. I like the cut of his jib. I see you're you're not doing your Steve Jobs, uh, you know, where you wear your black sweatshirt. They got a dirty. I need like four of them. Mm -hmm. I was trying to wear the same. It just started to stink after day three. Yeah, well, I think Steve had just, his closet was full of black turtlenecks. Like, he wore a clean one every day, but it was just... I, I wasn't wearing a clean one every day, and that was the problem. <laughs> but the thing, too, is I'm shrinking a lot of my sweaters. Why? I don't mean to, but oh. I'm not good at laundry, even after all these years. And so they still shrink, so I wear a t-shirt underneath it to go under it, like to come out the bottom. So it's not like a crop top? Mm-hmm. Mm. So that, that's my new move <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. All right, next. Number two. So there are at least 22 children in the U.S. whose parents named them... ESPN. Yeah, Espen. Really? Mm, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you call them Espen. Yeah. Espen. Some of these kids are down in Texas. Some are in Michigan, uh, Mississippi. But yeah, there's 22 on record. Which was like, Espen. who would name their kid ESPN? But somebody is. Number one. And shout out to David Letterman. He created a scholarship for the average C student. Uh, because basically he doesn't think that grades define a person. He feels like some students can be exceptional in other ways, and he wanted to find a way to, you know, give back to kids that may not make A's. Kids like him. Yeah. That's the point. Like, he understood what he went through, so he's helped at Ball State, too, I believe. That's super that, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. That, also, in my life of professional heroes, Dave Letterman's number one since I was a young child of a big Letterman fan. Never met him, though. Oh, that's crazy. Never met I know. him. You I had wonder... the chance to? No. You you went, He's though. been the unicorn. I went to watch a show. Yeah, but you didn't. You were just in the audience. Yeah, we yeah. went. We got the call. It was the co-host before Amy Jill. Mm-hmm. This has been 16, 17 years ago. Yeah. We got the call. I signed up for tickets online months in advance, and they were like, hey, we got your tickets. All right, if you can be here Saturday. It was like Thursday. And I called Jill, and I was like... Uh, we got to put some money together, figure out these flights, because she was a David Letterman fan too. And we flew up and went to David Letterman. It's awesome. Wow. I never met him. Do you want to meet him? Most of the time, I would say no. But at this point, this point you could. Yeah, I feel like I understand some people are just jerks, and that's okay. I don't know that he's a jerk. I think he's old now. He's probably a little nicer than a lot of the stories that I've read about him. But yeah, I think I would like to meet him. Okay. I like to meet David Letterman. 
I like to be a guest on Howard Stern Have show. Have you met Howard Stern? Never. Wow, this is crazy. Yeah, like my my hero heroes. I've, Have you ever, ever been met. in the same room with Howard Stern? Like never. at an event? So you've never seen him huh. in person. That's interesting. Never. Fun fact Friday. Bobby Bones The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Alan Jackson released another new song from his upcoming new album. This one is called Where Her Heart Has Always Been. And now she's dancing in the wind with her true love again. Where her heart has always been. Mitchell Tenpenny dropped a new song, To Us It Did. Lane dropped a new song called Summer Job Money. And new albums out today, Thomas Rhett dropped Country Again, Side A, and Priscilla Block released her self-titled EP. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 11-year-old Caleb was at home with his grandmother, who's on dialysis, is legally blind. She had a nasty fall, so he tries to call his mom, but the phone won't work. And he's like, oh, no, what do I do? So he logged on to his distance learning classroom and hit up his teacher and said, hey, I need help. Wow. Teacher got the principal. They called 911. Grandma's okay. Smart kid. To just look for any connection to how to get a hold of anyone. Yeah, I love it. Wow, how old? He's 11 years old. His name's Caleb Greenow. And shout out to his teacher and principal for, you know, being on the spot. Yeah, right? That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. It is now time for the Fun Fact Friday Face-Off. Our champion, Producer Eddie. Yeah! Two-game winning streak. Our challenger, Raymundo. Yeah! Let's get it on. <laughs> fun fact Friday. You've each got five fun facts. Woo. Person with the most points for having the most fun fact will win. Here we go. Number five. Returning champion Eddie, what's your number five fun fact? Let's go. Cookie Monster has a real name. You may not have known this, but his name is Sid. So next time you see Cookie Monster, oh, no, 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 I like cookies. His real name is Sid. That's a fun fact. Raymundo? Prince Charles has a car that's fueled by wine. He got his vintage Aston Martin reworked to use wine. It's more efficient, and that's how he rolls. No gas. Just get a bottle of wine, and you can go to the next city. (laughs) That's expensive. That's crazy. I don't... Is that true? Yes. I mean, how come other cars aren't doing that? Uh, It's just over there now. Maybe it'll come across the pond. (laughs) I think he's just making stuff up. (laughs) You can't do that. We can fact check it. My point is, if it was really economical mm-hmm. well it may not be economical that's why the prince does it hmm. now, now bones in this the the games of the the rules of the games can you if you have to fact check a fun fact friday does it count yeah if it's of right course. engineers at ashton martin discovered that their cars could run on surplus english white wine still they urged the prince not to switch out his fuel they said oh it'll run the whole thing he did it works but they're not recommending it for other people i mean oh. it's kind of cool but it's true Ray's right we, we did fact check mm-hmm. it good for you um which is more fun, 
Cookie Monster named Sid or the Wine Mobile? Amy. Wine Mobile. Wine Mobile. I go Wine Mobile as well. Yeah, no, I go Wine Mobile. And the fact that we fact checked it and you were right. You also get a, like a bonus point. That's like Scrabble. Dang. Okay. Ray one, Eddie zero. Number four. Ray, you're up. The city of London only has a population of about 9,000 people. It's a really large metropolis, but the actual city, there's only 9,000 people that live there, but it's the surrounding greater London region that makes up the huge population of 8 million people. It's the metro. Correct. Okay. Eddie? Okay. (laughs) Cows, you know, they have different accents when they moo. So science says that depending on where they're from, there are regional accents based on herds of animals like cows. So if they're from New York, they go, yeah, well, how you mooing? Oh, <laughs> funny. I mean, that's not true. That's not yeah, that, part, that, part's that part's not true. But that's, okay. Cows mooing accents or Ray's boring fact? I'm cows, cows mooing in accents. I don't, even, I, I, don't even, I don't even know what Ray's fact was. It was so Ray, awful. That was so, Ray's like the coordinates of the town of, yes, uh, go ahead. Uh, it's definitely the cows, obviously. Yeah. Ray, was that your throwaway one? No, I thought that was pretty solid. Uh, I would go to London thinking there was tons of people. It's very small no, crowd. No, there are tons of people. <laughs> and and I see Ray's theme is going foreign. Yeah. Um, okay, so Eddie, point. Uh, one to one. Uh, Three. Eddie, you're up. This is the law, guys, and it's true. Hunting unicorns in the state of Michigan is legal. Wow. And you can actually get a uh, hunting license for that at Lake Superior State University. They sell those if you want one. Unicorn hunting license. Yes. Legal okay. in the state of Michigan. And that's where Raymundo is from, Michigan. You ever seen a unicorn out about? No. Uh, deer, definitely, and maybe some elk, but not unicorns or moose or anything like that. All right. What you got, Ray? The Las Vegas Strip isn't actually in Las Vegas. It's actually in the city of Paradise. The founders kind of screwed it up. It was a city limit thing. And you go there to Vegas, and you're not even actually in Vegas when you're on the Strip. You're in Paradise. Okay, you can unicorn hunt, or you're not in Las Vegas when you go to Las Vegas. I don't really know about either of those. Which one was makes you, which one, you know, tickle? I mean, I guess I, I, I guess it's interesting that I had no idea I wasn't actually in Vegas if I'm on the Strip. Fun fact. That one tickles your pickle more? Yeah. <laughs> tickles your pickle? I don't feel tickled by it. What would it was even it. the other one? Uh, unicorn. Because unicorn. 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 unicorn, but it's not real. Uh, says you. But that's why it's fun. You can still get a license. Okay. Well, whatever. Seems like a waste of time, but. Lunchbox? Listen, I thought what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It turns out what happens in paradise stays in paradise. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I go with Ray, too. <laughs> I mean, neither, again, neither one really tickle my pickle that good. Still. Why, are, why are we saying tickle yeah, why my pickle? pickle? It just rhymed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ray's up to one. Number two. Ray, you're up. Yeah, so think on this one. You guys are really going to have to dig deep. Uh, if there's 23 people in a room, there's a 50% chance two of them share a birthday. If there's 75 people in a room, there's a 99% chance you share a birthday with somebody in that room. Really? That is crazy. I pick Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter what he says. I pick Eddie. Okay, what does Eddie have? What in the world? Eddie. Okay. Well, let me get my my worst one here. Uh, So, you know, when you buy leather, you see genuine leather written on it. You think, hey, this is high-quality leather. Actually... Genuine leather is probably the worst leather you can buy. You have to find the one that says top grain leather, and that is the best quality leather you can find. Genuine leather isn't? Nah, it's trash. (laughs) Is it? It's 100% leather, but not the best quality. Top grain is. 
Okay. All right, uh, Amy, pick one. <laughs> okay, leather. Yeah, I don't nice. know. Yeah, I go leather too. Hmm. Lunchbox. Boy, this is a struggle today. Leather. I mean, yeah. I ain't having a lot of fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the leather, okay? Okay, we're down to the final one. We're down. It's, Here we it, go. It's it. Final number one. I hope one. it's another math equation. Eddie's up first. <laughs> go. Number one. Right, Save. <laughs> oh no, me first. Eddie's Ray. up first. Yeah, he won that one. Save the best for last. Okay. In Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, another one from Michigan. This guy got a divorce, and he found out where his ex-wife lived with her new boyfriend, bought a house right next to it, and he built a statue of a hand with a middle finger pointed towards the house. Boom! Just I mean, so they can wake like up. is that like a mean story or a fun that's fact? Fun. That's fun. That's funny. That's yeah. what that is. Especially if she did him wrong. <laughs> yeah. She, he said it's towards more of her, uh, her boyfriend, not her. Mm. Okay. okay. Did they cheat? Do we know? Uh, I mean, I didn't read that far into the story. Because <laughs> I'm assuming if you're doing that, you're mad about something. Yes, he's very upset about it. That's not an amicable breakup. <laughs> he he bought the and then built a middle Buzz, I'll send you the picture. It's a huge statue of the middle finger pointed towards his house. All right. Raymundo? Viagra <laughs> can keep your plants erect. According to a study, all you do is put a tablet in a vase and your plants will stand upright for a week to two late weeks what? longer. Two weeks? Oh, oh man. You, you need to call your herbologist. What? <laughs> Anything over a week. Do you, you call need. them or the pharmacist? For the plant, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, well. I mean, if that's true, that is interesting. You got to... Okay. Uh, lunchbox? Man, that's a tough one. You like them both. Yeah, right? I like them Those both. Those are right in his alley. I like them both, man. But I like I like the revenge factor. I like the revenge factor, so give me the middle finger. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> All right. That's a tough. That's tough. Amy? Viagra. Oh. Oh, it all comes down to this. <sighs> they both went with the... Appealing to the juvenile mm-hmm. guy Which in that final two, one. Two, two, guy in the, two guys in the judging panel. So. Yeah. It's very close. What are you looking in your wallet for? We're going to flip a coin. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going with... Oh, it's tough. I, I feel like that, that ex-boyfriend did something dirty to that dude. You know, that, that new husband uh-huh, did something dirty to the dude. Uh-huh. Or that guy's just crazy. Yeah. He built a statue. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go. This I'm, is suspenseful. Yeah. <sighs> 10 seconds to talk me into it, Eddie. Oh, 10 seconds. Easy. Bones, have you ever heard of someone going to the to all those whatevers to like put a statue <laughs> up of a middle finger in someone's house? Okay, like, thank even you. he has to live with that. Maybe Raymundo, the worst speech ever. 10 seconds, Raymundo. <laughs> Is anybody going to research Eddie's crap? No, because it's really not that cool. My Viagra guarantee at least 100 people in our listening audience try that today. Try it? <laughs> they have has Viagra. Viagra. How do you get it? Well, our older might. crowd. Okay. <laughs> 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 If I, I mean, yeah, pop I mean, it in okay. the plant, see what happens. I go with Raymundo. Yeah! I don't flip people off. I don't curse. Mm-hmm. I have to. It's tough, but we have to. I think we go with Raymundo. Raymundo, you are the new champion. Yes. Nice job, uh, Raymundo. Will be, who will be challenging next week? Whoever you want. want. Somebody step up. <laughs> All right, Raymundo, you are the winner of Fun Fact Friday. Off. Nice job. Fun. Fact Friday. Yeah. Oh. The Bob Bone Show. 
Here's Amy's pile of stories. So people were sharing online toxic things that their parents said to them. And they're like, hey, parents, don't say this kind of stuff to your kids. Like uh, an example would be, you know, when I was your age, I weighed 98 pounds. Or like, don't ever put what you weighed to your children. Like, it's just not, it doesn't matter. Everybody's different. Okay. Uh, or telling your kid. Hold on, let me stop you. What's the use of that one? Like, I weighed 98 pounds. <laughs> just Are you bigger or smaller or what? Like, I, I think it's saying, I, I think you're implying it's maybe something that they, well, when I read further into it, it's something that moms might say to their daughters of mm. like, oh, well, when I was more? your, yes, the moms Got weigh it. more now. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, when I was your age, I weighed 98 pounds. Kind of a, and then that might make the kid feel like, oh, well, dang, I weigh 125. Like, what's Got wrong it. with me? And okay. it's just not a healthy thing to compare your weight from when you were that age. Thank you for explaining that. You're welcome. What else? Um, also saying something like, it's all in your head. You're just imagining it. Because if they hear that kind of thing over and over again, then they start to think that a lot of stuff is just in their head and it's not real. And then that they're imagining it when they really don't need to be thinking that way. Okay. Uh, constantly comparing uh, them with their siblings. Like, well, you know, your brother or your sister does this. That's toxic. I gave everything up for you because I loved you. Wow, that's a bad one. Yeah, like if you, if you, maybe you hold a grudge because you Oof. gave up your career for your kids like don't tell them that uh talking bad about the other parent you know like oh you're you're just like your father i can't believe you're acting this way you ever do that out of your kids i might have done like four out of the five she said oh okay um <laughs> i'm reevaluating though so thank you amy I, I, hey well eddie if it makes you feel any better i am guilty of this one mm-hmm. saying you're being dramatic oh, yeah and I, I definitely say that to my daughter because she can be pretty dramatic, but I guess we shouldn't be saying that because then it can make them feel like their feelings aren't valid. I'd like to share something that my parents used to say to me that I feel was toxic. Like when I was growing up, my real dad used to say this to me. <laughs> Nothing because he wasn't there. Yeah. Oh Did y'all hear that silence? Yeah. That yeah. was so funny, guys. No, it's <laughs> not. not. This but is how Bobby is it. coping with pain. The pain is surfacing. I remember once. And he's like, quick, make a joke. After I was doing a play in, in school, it was like fourth grade, and I didn't do my best work. I was kind of embarrassed. I messed up some words, and my old pops pulled me aside, and he looked at me, and he said, nothing, he wasn't there! And he's trying not to laugh, but it's hilarious. <laughs> no, like Ray stops the music. <laughs> but you know what? I'm sitting right here anyway. That's right. right. What else? Okay, so Trisha Yearwood, she tested positive for COVID back in February. So that seems like a long time ago. Was that long ago? Yes, that's when she... Or this year. She got it. this year. A couple months ago. Two months ago. Okay, Okay, that's not that far ago. I was thinking like February last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. February of this year. And here's the deal. She had it and she was with Garth, but he never got it. But anyway, she was just on the Kelly Clarkson show and talking about it. And she still doesn't have her taste and smell back, which is pretty crazy. And she uh, was blaming it on Garth's coffee making skills. About five days in, I'm like, this is weak coffee. <laughs> and it was just like that. And so it's been about eight weeks. It's so much about taste <laughs> and smell. And if you can't smell, you don't really. And he didn't get it. He was not like, because I'm like, you have to get away from me. Like, you have to quarantine yeah. in another room. And like, no, no, we're in this together. I'm like, honey, I cannot give Garth Brooks COVID. <laughs> like, you can't get it. And he never did. Did he take care of you? Was he a good doctor? He was really wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was really great. Taste and smell still gone after two months. Yes. Eddie still doesn't have all of smell back from six months. I got it in July, so I'm assuming that's gone. Here is a a voicemail we got last night because we were talking about this yesterday or day before yesterday. Hi, 
Hi, Bobby. I was calling because yesterday a girl from Missouri called and said she was going on four months having no smell because Eddie said he couldn't smell. Well, I had COVID for the first time in June of 2020. Never got my smell back. Well, I got COVID a second time in September of 2020. Never got my smell back. It's been almost a year. Still no smell. I just got vaccinated, so I'm hoping it comes back with that. But yeah, I tell him I wouldn't get his hopes up because I still don't have it back and it's been a year. Wow. She may never have her smell again. That's terrible. And she got it twice. Yeah. Yeah, but she was walking to the COVID factory. <laughs> oh, then, okay, that yeah. explains yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah, terrible. Sad. I know. One final story. Well, McDonald's is giving away their new McFlurry on May 4th. There's no catch to this. You just have to scan the offer code in the McDonald's app. And the new flavor is the Caramel Brownie McFlurry. No strings attached. You just have to do it on the app. Stop by a location and it's all yours. All right, there you go. Thank you. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Sophie Gerber turned 99 last year, this time during the pandemic, and uh, she had to celebrate all alone. She just waved a family from her window. Not only that, at some point during the pandemic, she actually got COVID. And she... She was 99 and had COVID? Yes, and alone. How did she beat COVID at 99? I I don't know. It's just different people. She said that she was determined to make it through. And she said for anybody else that is facing something hard or feeling discouraged, truly believe that you're going to get out of it. And that's what she would tell herself. I'm going to survive this. So that is how she survived. And what she wants to do for her 100th birthday, which she has celebrated, was hug her son, which she got to do that. She wants to dance, hang out. She's fully vaccinated. So yeah, now she's 100 and ready to... Live life. Do the things. That's crazy that she's 100, too. Is your goal to live to 100? <laughs> mine is. Mine yeah, is. I want to live to 100. Okay. I guess it's what is my quality of life at 100. So depending on what level of care I need. If you were 75 <laughs> years old mm-hmm. and you were middle health, yeah. like not great, but okay. Yeah. And they said, hey, there's a 50-50 chance if we take your brain out and your heart and put it into another body. You can live another 50 years. 50-50 chance. Would you do it? Maybe. 50-50, though, because it doesn't work. But i a new body? A new-ish. Okay. No, I think I want to go ahead and live my <laughs> life out. <laughs> I'm making the rules up as we go. Use yeah, car. Yeah, why? Would you do that? Could be a lemon. Would they, you? But they say 50-50 chance that you get to put another 75 years on and be... No, I'd rather have five more amazing, awesome years than risk ending it right then and there. <laughs> what would you do? I'm spinning the wheel, baby! <laughs> 50, Let's go! Mindy. Yeah, I'd probably take the bet. Okay. For another 75 years? Yeah, probably so. Would your goal live to 100? Me? No. No, I mean, I don't have a grandparent that lived past 70, so there's no, oh, wow. there's no chance. Dude, for, you're like five years from now. There's no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm 42 years old. I Does got that, that worry you? <laughs> nah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm going to beat 70 just because I, I live a little more of a healthier life than they did. But, I mean, I'm going to be right around that age. Congratulations to her turning 100 years old. That is awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Got a couple of show weddings coming up. Mine's in a few months. Mike's is coming up in June, though. How far away? Like less than a month almost. Nervous? Yeah, a little bit. About getting married or about the wedding? About the wedding. Not not being together with her friends? No, 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 not okay. at all. Good. Good answer, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and has everyone on the show RSD? I don't even know how to RSVP to your wedding. Uh, you didn't get on the invite? There's a card. That came I didn't in get mail. it in, in my mail. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. I checked the mail like once a month. Mm. Maybe that snake got it. 
There was a snake in there. I, I have not RSVP'd then. If not, nope. Is it who's go who's not going to Mike's wedding? Scuba Steve, Raymundo, Eddie, are you raising your hand? I'm going. No, I'm just waiting to see who's saying no. I'm oh. going. Oh, but Scuba Steve is not going and Raymundo's not going. Ray, you're for sure not going? Yes, for sure not going. And why? Uh transportation, plane flights. I need to be back here at the mothership. <laughs> I told I just you think I could take you. Yeah, we'll carry you. I'll talk to Bazer. But when does he have to know? Um, two weeks. Are you getting annoyed that we're like, come on, Ray, because that's money you have to spend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're fine. All right, if so he we don't want to convince you. You're okay if he doesn't come? I mean, if he really doesn't want to come, he doesn't have to come. I would love for Ray to be there, though. Yeah, because he's the life of the party. Yeah, it'd be fun. Okay, so so less than a month until your wedding. Less than a month. You're good. I am excited. Any, yeah. any notes? No, I've been working on my vows. I think that's going to be weird. I, I, I'm wondering if I'm able to keep it together during that part. I I worry about that too. We talked about it, you know, earlier four or five days ago. Where I just hope I'm not a mess. I have a friend who texted me to say hey, I heard that on the show. She said my husband cried for 45 minutes just getting through his side of the house. <laughs> oh house. wow! Oh my yeah. gosh! I don't want to oh, be that no. guy. I think I'd cut mine short. I'd be like, Caitlin, and if I started crying, I'd be like, and I love you. <laughs> the <laughs> end. Wrap, wrap it up. <laughs> All right, man. Well, feeling good. You yeah. feeling good? Feeling good. All right. When do you do marriage license stuff? Uh, I gotta go this week. Yeah. To get a mar- your yeah. marriage license signed? We got to fly to Texas to get a marriage license. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at this guy. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's go over and do the joke with Amy. The morning corny. What do you call a hippie's wife? What do you call a hippie's wife? Miss a hippie. Mm-mm. No, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. Uh, that's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was the morning. Sometimes they just don't work. Sometimes it comes out of my mouth and I'm like, oh, you did. You tried. That's you really... like my second Mississippi joke in a week. <laughs> and we love just Mississippi, but uh... I love Mississippi too. Yeah. Like a pickup line for Mississippi is, are you from Mississippi? Because you're the only. Because you don't want to Mississippi that's me. Okay. All right, um. listen, now she's just throwing jokes out there. <laughs> I saw this meme yesterday on Instagram. It's the country test. One point for every country thing you've done. And they list off things. So keep yours quietly. I want to know how many points you, you get at the end. Okay. I will uh, keep mine out loud. And listeners, if you're, there are one, two, three, four, five, six. There's like 15 of these. I'll okay. read them quickly. Keep track of yours in your car or if you're uh, listening to the podcast at home. All right. Shotgun to beer. Nope. Never drank beer. Road a tractor. Yes. This is like, have I ever done this? Yes. Oh, yeah. You get a point for every time you've done one. Got it. Made a tractor, yep. Bought cowboy boots. Yes. Mm-hmm. Made a bonfire. Well, I've been a part of the process, so I'd go yes. <laughs> Not just, um, gone to a rodeo. Yes, of course. Caught a fish. Yes. Rode in a truck. Yes. Tailgated in a concert. Yes. Gone mudding. Yes. Fixed a kitchen sink yourself. Huh? Well, nope. Still not really working properly, but... Uh, blasted country radio in the car. Yes. Laid in the grass. Yes. You know someone that owns a farm. Yes. You've been four-wheeling. Yes. Hey, most of these we've all done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Did, did anybody hit all of them? Me, so far. That's all of them. Oh, that's the, it? The only one 15? I'm missing is uh, fixing a kitchen sink. Yeah, fixing kitchen sink and shotgun to beer are the two that I'm missing. I think I got 12 of 14. And I got 13. But it can't be penalized for not drinking. No, you don't drink. Right, so that so doesn't that's count. okay. You're still a cowboy. You're good. You know what I'm doing today after the show? Fixing a Fixing sink. Fixing a sink, yeah. <laughs> Just to fill that out. Mm-hmm. So there you go. See how many you got. See, maybe you got all of them. If you did, hey, your country. Hey, cowboy up. Yee. That's what I say. Yee. Yee. The Friday Morning Conversation with Luke Bryan. What's up, buddy? 
What's up? Hey, were you surprised? And I mean, because you're you're at American Idol when you win Entertainer of the Year, so you're not even there, and they give you the award. Were you surprised <laughs> they would give the award to someone not in the crowd? Well, you do worry about the fact that you you can't be there. You know, you're like, well, maybe they just won't give it to it because it's just not a good TV moment. But then, you know, it, it, there's a lot of emotions that go around that stuff. I mean, you can psych yourself out on all of it and you can go. But, you know, I, I, I can tell you, you know, I was I was really surprised and really happy and and. um you know, uh, it, it felt like the other two times I had won the ACMs. It was a lot of – it was very – it was, you know, under the circumstances, it was fun and the best way we could really kind of celebrate it. But, you know, I didn't – I wasn't in Nashville, so, you know, I couldn't go celebrate with my record label and my booking agent and my promoters and stuff. So, I just uh, – had a couple had a had a couple celebratory toasts in L.A. and then I got on the plane, flew through the night, and got back home. What was sweeter, the first time you won, or winning this last time? Certainly, the first time. You know, I mean, the first time was just such a huge deal for you know. It just had huge implications your first time. I mean, when you're when you're out scratching and clawing every day for for validation of what you're about you know whenever you know whenever you get a little bit of that validation it's just the coolest feeling in the world you know i mean and and you know you're never motivated by well i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna work tirelessly to win awards you you wake up and you work tirelessly because you love it and then next thing you know you're like oh my god i just got nominated for an award and once you get nominated and you're kind of in the game that's when you start going God, it'd be amazing to win. And then, so so the first one was pretty amazing. You know, it was really emotional. It was uh, really, really emotional for my family and, and and everything we had been through. And, and you know, it just, it was just, it just felt like a great, amazing day and an amazing dream. Just announced the Proud to Be Here tour. It's on sale today. Kicks off July 8th in Syracuse, New York. Today, 10 a.m., all tickets go on sale at LukeBryan.com. I, I got to imagine it feels really good to put them tickets on sale and to do live shows again. You know, I mean, that's what we, that's what I, I wake up every day thinking about touring. I mean, I write my songs, I try to go record my songs and find my songs. It's all based on, well, what is my, how is my crowd going to react when I perform these live? So the fact that there are actual dates out there in the cosmos and we're going to show up and, and, um, and do these dates and, and watch the fans have fun. And, you know, man, I tell you, you know, you get, you know, it takes a, it takes a moment like this to really, uh, appreciate your band and your crew and all the people that are out on the road with you doing this thing. I mean, you know, and, and I mean, it's grueling and they're working, but man, when, whenever we do like a zoom call, like an organization zoom call, I mean, they're ready, they're excited. They're, they're happy to, you know, I mean, it, it, it takes a big group of people that love their job to make this stuff happen. If anybody looked at the, at the salary or whatever, you know, not saying I underpay my people, but <laughs> I mean, it takes a big, it's a big uh, labor of love. And so we're, we're excited to be like the gang is back together again, you know, uh, 10 a.m. 
LukeBryan.com, get tickets before they sell out everywhere because obviously they're going to. You know, I hear just through the grapevine that you are a little irritated at me for not putting you as the number one nicest country artist. and You came in well, at number two. Well, you, so how many of those segments have you done? You know, how many? Uh, you've done about four of them, right? Well, the people, that's like the most asked question to me all the time. And I put it up on TikTok. Like I go into these interviews and they're like, so who do you like and who do you not? And if I well, pick- No, 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 no. I'm referring to like who you classified as the best singers, the best yeah. entertainers. Oh. How many of those have you done? Uh, probably like 10, 11 or so. So, you know, I mean, you know, I'm sitting there and I, and, uh, and, you know, I see the, I guess you do it on Instagram or whatever, or even TikTok. So I'm on, I'm on your TikTok and, and then I'm like, oh my God, Bobby's announcing his favorite vocalist. <laughs> and in my head, in my head, mm. I'm like there, you know what? there's an outside chance he might mention me. So, so this is like, you know, this is me watching and you do the top five. And even, you know, when you start at number five, I immediately, I go, Oh man, I'm not, but I'm not a better singer than that person. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I just to stick up for myself and our relationship. We are friends out, outside of the country music world. And if I pick you for everything, people are going to go, it's just because you're friends. <laughs> listen, <laughs> you pick. You always pick from your heart. But listen, I'm watching. I'm like, is, is Bobby going? Well, then I've missed out. So then I'm like, then I see the headline on TikTok. Bobby picks the nicest people in country. And I'm like. Oh, hell, I'm definitely in this. There's no <laughs> way I'm missing out on, I mean, I have prot in, in any way. So five goes down, four goes down, three goes down. And then you say, on oh, number two, I get number two. And I'm like, yes, I'm in there. Finally, I made it. And then I'm like, well, who the hell is nicer than me? And then Keith Urban, and I was like, great choice. So, uh, hey, I can lose to Keith Urban on the nice meter any day. <laughs> when, when your wife, and I've been meaning to bring this up to you, but I wanted to save it for on the air. When she co-hosted our show, and she said Rain is a Good Thing is her least favorite song of yours. What is your defense of, of that song and what she said about it? Well, I'm, I, have, I can't remember exactly what she said about it. but It just isn't her favorite. Of all your songs, that's the one she'd be like, never again. Well, you know what's interesting is... Um, um, I, I find it a little interesting that she forgot that we were able to move out of a one of a 980 square foot home after rain is a good thing. So maybe I need a reminder of that first. <laughs> no, you know, I think I think it's pretty funny around around our house. You know, when I when I bring new music in. Um, man, I get pretty honest reactions. I mean, Caroline doesn't, um, Caroline doesn't, she doesn't hold back on her thoughts of a song. Like, um, if there's a lyric in a song that she feels like she knows that's not something I would say, you know, she's pretty, and I, and I put it on the album anyway, she doesn't like that. She doesn't like me uh, singing a lyric that I wouldn't, that's not, you know, authentic to me. And, and, and no different, you know, with the boys, um, you know, my boys, they'll, 
they'll inadvertently like like degrade me from the back seat of the truck and they won't even know it but they're just being you know they're just being kids they don't even know like i mean you know one of my one of my best friends in the world dallas davidson huge songwriter like one time i recorded a dallas song and so i recorded dallas's song that but the boys had gotten used to the demo. So they had spent months listening to Dallas's demo. And then I record my version of the song. And when it comes out, they're like, well, dad, we like Mr. Dallas's demo. We like his version better. So I was like, but you know, stuff like that happens, but Hey, I can respect honesty at all, at all cost. I have two final questions for you. American Idol on uh, this weekend back. It's Disney theme. They're playing songs. It's top 10, the very famous song from Disney. Like, what are you looking for now, top 10? You know, what's America looking for? What's going to push people through this week? Well, I think what's really, and, you know, you get to see it too. I think when you have the contestants, when they start doing these Disney songs and it pushes them outside of their comfort zone and it pushes them outside of their um, their little safety net and they have to go um, – it, it, you know, I think it's a very critical part of the show because people get to see their personalities. They get to see how well they handle something outside of, let's just say, their genre. I mean, like when you look at Casey Bishop doing Somewhere Over the Rainbow, I mean, she, you know, um, and, and is it, I guess, Caleb, when Caleb did the, uh, Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank on this song, but he did uh, the will uh, on the road again. You know, those were little moments that they they haven't shown us, and and even like when Willie Spence had a little. I think the main thing now is to be able to weather the storm of new songs, and then showing America your personality. You know, like showing. Um, making America pull for you because they just like you. I mean, all of the singers are so great. Man, it really, at this level, it's about, does America just well, does just like the heart and soul of that person? And that's a big deal in these, in these late, late rounds, in my opinion. All right, final question. Before I ask it, let me encourage everybody. 10 a.m. today, LukeBryan.com. Get tickets, go watch. The Proud to Be Here Tour kicks off in July. It's going to run... Um, all through summer, fall, so many dates. Which, by the way, this is, leads into my final question. You, you can't come to my wedding. You, your, your <laughs> wife, your, t- your manager. I'm very close to all of you guys, but I haven't even sent out the invitations to you guys because you can't come. I already see. Do you still want the invitation? And if so, if I send it, do I still get a gift, even though I know you can't come? Okay, I will, um, you know what, I'll get you some fluffy pillows from Bed Bath & Beyond, you know, or, but you know what, we can Zoom, can you Zoom? I mean, I got, I want Entertainer of the Year via Zoom. <laughs> you can watch the wedding. <laughs> you know, just put, put my computer, you know, just put it on the front row and just do Zoom weddings. It's funny you think you'd be front row. He thinks he'd be front row on the computer too. Do you have assigned seating, do you think? Uh, no, I don't think no. so. But listen, I'm glad you're playing live music. If you haven't missed a wedding because you're playing shows, that's that's really cool. LukeBryan.com. Get tickets today. Love you. See you soon. And congratulations on everything. All right, buddy. See you soon. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A high school basketball coach and teacher in Georgia became a hero by saving a teen's life. Whitley Witherspoon coaches at Riverwood High in Sandy Springs. 
She's also a trainer at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And when an athlete went down during a game, they're like, hey, we need you. She rushed to the gym, grabbed in one of those clear, boom. But they don't yell clear anymore. Defibrillators? Defibrillator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she's training CPR, but it was the first time she's physically used an AED on anyone. Luckily, that shock did its job. The teen's mother is grateful for the coach's quick thinking that saved her son and says, hey, listen, schools need these. Like when you have to budget things for your athletic departments, you got to factor in if this happens. And it may only be used once every seven years, but isn't that worth someone's life being yes. saved? You used one of those on your foster kids. Well, no, I didn't use it on my foster kid for the training. Oh, because you have foster they kids. bring one. I get that confused sometimes. <laughs> Other caseworkers are listening like, oh. <laughs> okay, to have foster kids, you have to be trained on them. Yes, you have to get trained on them, and you'll be surprised to know, Bones, that they still do say clear shocks about to be distributed. They say clear, but that's too many words. The machine says clear shocks oh. about to be distributed. I thought you had to say that. No. <laughs> clear, everybody takes seven steps back. Shock is about to, then by, right. <laughs> it's over. That is a great story. Coach Whitley Witherspoon, fantastic. You knew what to do. You did it. You also told us what other schools need. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Well, let's do a little recap of the Lady Gaga article. Remember that where they, they wrote the whole story and you saw the video of the guy get shot with their dogs? Mm-hmm. And so now multiple people are facing uh, charges as they have been arrested. But even the woman who took the dogs back, they were like, yeah, don't pay her because now they... They think she's in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Which we, we, we all were saying from the beginning, yeah. I was like, you just don't show up with those dogs and call the cops when you see those dogs. Meaning she supposedly found the dogs and called the cops. You don't just recognize the dogs from a Lady Gaga police video and go, oh, these are them. Let's call the cops. Right. You know they're those dogs. So, yeah, a lot of people are in trouble. Police believe the dog nappers got nervous with all the publicity surrounding the incident and decided to bail on the dogs and cash in on the reward at the same time. Yeah. I mean, makes sense. That's what the story is that I read from TMZ. They thought it was a gang initiation. Now they think it's a dog stealing ring and not a gang initiation. Uh, okay. <laughs> As you were celebrating over there? Yeah, no, was. I wasn't celebrating. You, were, I just, you, you no. threw your arms out. Whoa, celebrating might be the wrong word. I just was like, oh, yeah, I felt it when I, I thought, like, this is a way to initiate someone into a gang. Yeah, it's not. It was a dog stealing ring where they go around stealing dogs. Okay, but we ring, knew something gang. was up, though. Right, yeah. I, uh, I, have my, I have a bulldog, English bulldog, and... Went to the gas station the other day to get some scratch-offs and some gas and some stuff, and I left him in the passenger seat. And I was inside, and I was like, I wonder if there's an English bulldog stealing ring, and they're going to steal that sucker yeah, from there. Yeah, they Probably might break is. your window and take him. Be careful. <sighs> They'd spend about a day with them and be like, he has too much work. Yeah. <laughs> they bring him back. Yeah. Is- <laughs> they give me money to take him back, not even sell him back <laughs> to me. Hey, man, we're sorry about that. Uh, so that's a, that's the story there. Uh, speaking of money, if you'd like to dream big, there's plenty of time to grab a ticket before tonight's Mega Millions drawing, which is $319 million. That puts the cash option, if you win it, at $219 million. The odds of winning the grand prize are about 1 in 302 million. So we're looking at a drawing tonight at 10 p.m. Central, 11 p.m. Eastern. I don't get into the lottery lottery. Lunchbox does. Do you have tickets for this, Lunchbox? Uh, yeah, I bought 25 tickets. So that's $50 yesterday, and I'll spend another $50 today. Split it up on days. Maybe that helps the computer, gives it time, or they want a last-minute buy. I'm not sure what they're thinking on this one, so i got to split up my options. I would say the computer has nothing to do with it because they haven't drawn the balls. Like, the computer's not picking numbers, and, like, the, the balls... They still do that thing <laughs> where they... Yeah, the balls shoot up. Oh, okay. I mean, that's... That's how they do it. That's what's making the decision. It's not the computer. Computer's picking random numbers. The ball machine, 22, (laughs) 19. Yeah, but that's still old school, like bingo. Mm -hmm. 
We used to go bingo with my grandma. We they'd have balls are bouncing around. B six. <laughs> the air sucks it after the yeah. tube. Wait, wait, so this three hundred million that's not enough for everybody to get in on it. This isn't like as crazy yet. The only reason I get in is not because the money is because everybody else is getting the hype. In. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I don't actually get into a lottery thinking I'm going to win. I get big into mistake. the lottery going, not a big mistake. <laughs> I, I have most of my money still. Mm-hmm. I get in the lottery going, we're all doing it together. It'd be fun. But for some reason, $319 million doesn't make everybody go, let's go to this gas station. So, a, a billion does. Yeah. And with your Instagram live scratch off lottery mm-hmm. thingies, like how, how are you doing there? Terrible. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> what are we in the hole? Over five hundred bucks. <laughs> oh That's my god! Crazy. Yeah. That is just. If anything, this is one big PSA uh-huh. for yeah, like. I'm going to tell everybody listening. It, it's fine, but don't do it to make money. Because I thought if I go to the gas station and buy those big ones that are like, uh, uh, you go to Walmart, you buy a piece of poster board. Like that's how big these scratch offs are. And so I'm like, for sure, these cost thirty dollars. You got to win more on these. You don't. I'm down five hundred bucks over yeah. the last months. I'll probably scratch some more today. I have a new theory, though. What is it? I don't want to say it on the air. I'll tell you. I, Interesting. I, I'll, I'll tell it on oh. Instagram. I may do it today or tomorrow on Instagram Live. Okay. I'm trying to convince Eddie to play golf today, but he can't. Because my family's in town. But my parents town. that I haven't no, seen no, no, no. in, okay, but in a while. they're in town for two weeks. Yes. Straight. You have but, to have a break in two weeks. And Eddie and I <laughs> have to go and They pl- just got here, though. That's the problem. Yeah, like, yeah, when did they arrive? Like, maybe, yeah, two days ago. But maybe the next week is, like, a little more, okay, hey, yeah, I'm going to take a little break, go play golf with the boys or whatever. So are you, are you officially backing out right now? No. Okay. I still need to feel it out. What does that mean, feel it out for you? I go home and be like, hey, what are y'all doing today? What do y'all want to do today? You Just chill. You tired? Okay. Hey, guess what? I'm going to go play golf. You guys chill. That's a yes. But if they're like, I don't know, we want to go see downtown, then be like, hey, Bones, I'm out. Well... Eddie and I have to do this uh, big golf tournament with Charles Schwab in Dallas, and uh, it's for work. That's that's true. I could I could throw that on him. Yeah, a new dog owner discovers his English bulldog only understands Spanish while showing him how to respond. And he's like, "All right, guy, this is how you do it." <laughs> Turns out he only knows Spanish. Oh, that's he, awesome. This TikTok user, his name is Girth Brooks, nineteen ninety four. Stop it, yeah. <laughs> Girth Brooks. <laughs> Shared a video of his new dog, Senor Snacks, responding to commands <laughs> in Spanish. He explained he was given snacks for free, which is why it took him a while to realize that his new pet doesn't understand English. So now he's trying to learn Spanish instead of the pet learning English. <laughs> Here is a clip of this. Come to find out how to speak Spanish. Come here, snack. Vente. Sente taste. Domino. 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 Ultra. That's what I'm talking about. Being boy. Being boy. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like John Party. That's so cute. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, my dog doesn't understand English or Spanish. <laughs> just yeah. don't understand anything. Just nothing. Had a pretty long day working yesterday. Had Charlie Worsham over, and we did a podcast, which will be up today at the Bobbycast. Just such a great guy, such a great artist. And it's about 5.30 or so, and I really didn't have much lunch. Went and worked out, went to a, a spin class, this place called Full Ride. And I haven't done a whole lot of spin classes in my, in my life. But we go over and we ride, and... I'm all sweaty. I hadn't had a lot of food. And so Caitlin's like, well, let's just shower real quick and we'll go get something to eat down the road. There's a lot of restaurants. Like if you pull out of my house to the right, there's a bunch of restaurants down there. And so we drove over. She goes, let's, let's try something we haven't been to because we usually go to the same little sushi place. And she goes, why don't we go? I'd never been to this place called Del Frisco's. Oh. I've seen mm, it. Me too. I've only seen it. But I'm in shorts mm-hmm. and a t-shirt and an old beat up hat. And she's in like some wind pants and like a workout top and a jacket. 
And I was like, can we go there? She goes, yeah, sure. We walk in. I mean, it's like people dressed to the nines. Oh, it's, it's like fancy. a steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like we were getting judged in there. It was like Sloppy Joe and his girl came walking in the place. But we ate there. It was good. It was Did l- you happen to get the egg rolls? No. I had corn chowder. And then I had a little half rack of, little rack, rack of ribs. Nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just makes me laugh because Stashira, my daughter, uh, went there like on a date night with her dad one night. So they, you know, do a little father-daughter date night. And they ordered the egg rolls, which that was her first time ever having an egg roll. Originally from Haiti. They don't have egg rolls there. And they have at Del Frisco like a Philly cheesecake or ste- cheese steak egg roll. And so then she falls in love with it. She thinks it's the best thing she's ever had. So then a few weeks later, she's like, I really want an egg roll. So I find this Chinese restaurant. I get an egg roll. I'm all excited to bring it home to her. And I'm like, I got you your egg roll. And she looks at it and she's like, this is not an egg roll. <laughs> and the egg rolls are like a dollar. But at Del Frisco, the chili, whatever. Yeah, it's fancy. Philly cheesesteak, uh, whatever, is like a really expensive egg roll. And it's just funny to me that now she has this high, high class egg roll taste. Oh, uh, listen. I had low-class clothes and yeah. appearance last night. <laughs> we were rolling in. People were looking at us like, what is happening here? But man, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Never been All to right, a Del Frisco before. Uh, why don't we play Easy Trivia? Now, we're playing for the Easy Trivia tiara. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you seen it? It's in the studio. No, I've not seen it. It says Easy Trivia on it. Oh. And you can put it on your desk in front of you or wear it on your head. <laughs> Always. <laughs> First one to five in Easy Trivia wins the tiara. Let's go. The score is Eddie two, Morgan number two, two, Amy two, Lunchbox one. Crazy. Lunchbox needs to win here. All right, we're ready, guys. Come on. Easy Trivia, where nobody goes home in the first round. These are all elementary school questions. They get harder as we go. Up first, Amy. I'll ask you the question, you answer it, and tell me something about yourself. In which famous board game can you play as a top hat, a race car, and a boot? Um, that would be Monopoly. That is correct. There she is. Everybody, yeah. welcome. Amy Brown to the show. Amy, uh, tell me something about yourself. Um, well, I am a mom of two, and I uh, love almond milk in my coffee. I'm trying to She's think. really of- struggling. All right, there mm-hmm. she is. She had nothing today. <laughs> we only, like, we only I- do this every episode. All right. Let's go over to Lunchbox. Lunchbox, are you ready? I'm ready. According to the famous song, what do Shakira's hips do? Oh, those things, and I've watched them plenty of times. They don't lie. They don't lie. That's <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Lunchbox, welcome to the show. Give me, tell me a little something about yourself. Well, guys, let me tell you, I graduated top 50% of my high school class, and I was the number one cart guy at Sam's Club for three years, and I got laid off two months before my three-year anniversary. <sighs> and let me tell you, that was the hardest there day of my is. life. There he is. That was the hardest day of my life. Thank you for okay. letting me finish. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> come on. What type of juice is the primary flavor of a Bloody Mary? That would be tomato juice. That's correct. That's oh. correct. Yeah. Eddie, give us a little something about yourself. All right. So I'm Eddie, obviously, and I don't even think you guys know this. I have about 40 cousins. Is that crazy? Wow. I don't even think I know all their names. Is that right? Yeah. Didn't even have the same name. No. Mm-mm. Chico, Leroy. There he is, Eddie, everybody. <laughs> and finally, Morgan number two. How many lives are cats said to have? Nine lives. Nine lives. Yeah. Yay! All right, Morgan, tell us something about you. Uh, well, I'm 27 years old, and I really, really love to box. I recently just sparred someone for the first time, so I'm getting really intense in my boxing over here. All right, there she is, Morgan. Yay! All right, now, if you missed a question, you are eliminated. Let's play easy trivia. Up first, Amy. Amy, how many countries does the United States share a land border with? Okay. 
Well, we share a border with uh, Mexico and Canada, so two. That is correct. Lunchbox, what are the sharp things all over porcupines called? Ooh. Uh, uh, porcupine. Uh, brills, brills. Um, That's hard. Yeah, this is, I mean, I'll take Mexico and Canada for 200, Alex. Um, what are the sharp things all over porcupines called? Brills, pills. Um... Uh, Five seconds. Uh, wow. Brills. I have no idea. Brills. If you were to get st- stuck by a porcupine, you get what? Th- thorn. A quill? Quill. Quill. Yeah. Yeah, quill. I think he, his brain was getting there. Yeah. He just, yeah. It, it is called a quill. I'm sorry, Lunchbox. You have been? You've been boned. There it is. All right. <laughs> Eddie, what's the square root of 16? No, stop it. I don't know square roots. I, I really don't. Oh, man. This might be the easiest, easy trivia. That's what I'm saying. Like, Morgan knew Quill as easy to I her. I knew Quill. We've never right. done math. And I know this, but that doesn't mean it's not, that it's hard. Right. I know 16, this. 16, so I'm assuming, like, mm, I, I feel <laughs> Do like. Do you know what a square root is? No, nah, I have no clue. You can't, don't walk in through I, it. All I asked him is if he knew what a square okay. root was. I'm no the host. Cl- I get to make the rolls here. Okay, okay, okay. I have no clue, Bones. I don't know what a square root is, <laughs> other than I, I think that. It's like um, how many times times another number can make that number? Like six could be 12. Was it 12? Uh, 16. 16. What's the square root of 16? So I'll go eight because eight plus eight is. Mm. See, I don't know. He went eight. That's his answer. Eight. You've been. You've been boned. Yeah, see, I don't know. Yes, it's four. It's four. Why? Because four times four is 16. Square root of four is two. Two times two is four. Oh, so you times it. It times itself. Okay, whatever. Let's move on, whatever. You're out. I should have paid attention. I'll take Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Land Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Over to Morgan. Morgan, if you missed this, Amy wins. Quick round here. Okay, pressure's on. Vampires are typically known for turning into what animal? Vampires? What? Turn into an animal? Vampires are typically oh, known for turn. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whew. You guys made that first round yeah, way too hard. Well, a second round, I guess. We're roots. Uh, let's go back over to Amy. Amy, animals that only eat plants are called. Hold on. Okay. Carnivore eats meat. Omnivore? Is that it? Shoot. Vegetarian? That's a human. Animal is a, I mean, uh, I think omnivore. That's the only thing in my head, so I, I don't want to waste your time. Thank you for not wasting my time. <laughs> That's very nice of wow. you, Amy. Uh, the- <laughs> is it not? Is it, It's something else like plantosaurus. <laughs> or, that, that would be a fake dinosaur, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Amy. No! You've I've been, been boned! You've been <laughs> Gosh, what is it? It's a herbivore. Herbivore omnivore. What's omnivore? You could get un- both. You could get unboned if Morgan misses Morgan it. Morgan misses it. Oh right. gosh, man! This Morgan. According to the song, what's so special about the name John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? <laughs> what? what? Good luck with that. Are you- what? <laughs> okay, I'm back in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what's the next line? I According know. to the song, what's so special about John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? 
I can't find it. It's not in my head. He did. He go? Up? No, he didn't get off the hill. That was Jack. Uh, <laughs> Think of the rhyme. I'm trying. I feel the beat. I don't feel the words. Sing the beat. Sing the beat without the words. John Jacob Jingle Harm. He needed food. Did he need food? Yeah, I don't know. No, he did not. What is so food. special about him? I don't even know. I'm sorry. You've been. You've been boom. Oh. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too. He I have oh, no. I no. had no idea. No, I wasn't there. <clears throat> All right. Well, we're sudden death here. Uh, oh, so we ring in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ring in with your name. Ready? You get five questions. Most points. At the end of this is the winner. Oh. Here we go. In Romeo and Juliet, what family is Juliet from? Morgan. Morgan. Oh, the Capulets. Correct. Wow. Nice. Good job. Dang. Wow. Nice Thanks. job. Next one up. What breed of dog was Lassie? Amy. Amy. Border Collie. Correct. It says Collie here. I'll, I'll accept Border Collie. Okay. I don't know because it may be exactly right. I have no idea the difference. All right. Next up. When Shrek tries to explain himself to Donkey, what food does he compare himself to? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh. When Shrek tries to explain himself to Donkey, what food does he compare himself to? I mean, Amy. Amy. Broccoli. Nope. Morgan? He's green. It's Mm. green. A hamburger. Incorrect. What is it? Is it burrito? Onions. Why? Oh, yeah, because it smells. Oh, okay. no, they I have layers. I get it. I get it. Layers. Man, today okay? These are some rough questions. Two questions left. Okay. Not easy trivia, but. What country produces the most coffee in the world? A- Amy? Amy. Uh, is this a country? Uh, or is Columbia? Incorrect. Morgan? I have- Whoa. City. What is it? I think it's South America. Well, that, that would be a continent. <laughs> She's like, all the countries <laughs> yeah. in there, please. <laughs> I, th- I think it's uh, Earth. Okay. Mm. We'll go with Pangea, Bell. the original. Okay. <laughs> so. uh, no, it's Brazil. Oh. Wow. I, uh, yeah. all right. I mean, Colombia oh, does man. have a lot of coffee, you have to sure. admit. But that sure. wasn't, it wasn't who's got a lot of coffee. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready. Last question. Mm-hmm. Buzz in. Dino is the name of... The pet in what classic cartoon? Dino. <laughs> classic cartoon. Morgan. Yep. Flintstones. Flintstones is correct. Oh, wow. wow! Shoot! Oh, Good job. Well, that. Go that ahead. Was, go ahead. That was rough. I don't think your brain was dialed in today, guys. No, I don't. I think we got to come in prepared better. Mm. You know, wake up, do some exercise, get those cobwebs out of your head. <laughs> I am a little out of it today, but yeah. So, Why, cool. what's, up? what's up, boo-boo? I don't know. I think I just didn't sleep. Mm. Well, I don't know. And I woke up. Uh, yeah, I can tell, too. My, I have really dark circles under my eyes and just tired. Well, but we can't, we can't stand boo-boo. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I'll ha- I have a whole week to rest up for next Friday. A weekend. 
But next oh, Friday. Yeah, week, week. For, You're going to rest the whole week? For, <laughs> Just for, for easy trivia. For easy trivia. <laughs> I have to get into training. not waking up for a week. <laughs> yes. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Austin, Texas. Police got a call about a domestic dispute, arrive on the scene, and the guy locks himself in his car and won't get out. Starts revving the engine, revving the engine, peels out, crashes into a ditch. Car catches on fire. He still refuses to get out of the car. Nope, nope, not getting out, not getting out. So police had to get him out of the car. (laughs) Committed, though, huh? Yeah. Committed to not going to jail. He may burn. <laughs> Your car's on fire. No, I'm not going well, to jail. He might rather burn, Hey, that's a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's competent exactly prison and uh, a fire. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Apparently, we stop worrying about what other people think of us at a certain age. What age is that? You're not there yet? Mm-mm. Yeah. Me either fully. You're not? I'd say mostly but creatively, I still am like, all right, is this going to hit? This joke still going to work? I really need... Mm. You know, it's, it's because I have to create things or do a show or plan a show yeah, for a living. Yeah, you're still working in that, so yeah. Yeah, so I can't go, you know what? Who cares? I have to care a little bit. Personally, I don't care as much anymore. But by age 46. Oh, okay, cool. So we've got a little time. A survey found that the average person finally stops worrying about what other people think of them at 46 years old. The top life events that help us get there include marriage. You guys have done that. I haven't. Yes. Having kids. Yes. Same. Traveling. Although I've traveled a bit now. Didn't travel much until my late 20s. Didn't have the money to do it. But now through work, through touring. Heck, I think I've been almost everywhere. Yeah, it just opens up your view. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Through touring the states and even places. I'd never been to San Francisco until this last year. And I did that on Breaking Bobby Bones and got to go experience it. Like, I feel like I've been almost everywhere but Maine. Haven't been to Maine. You've been to Delaware? Oh, you have been mm-hmm. to Delaware. Did a show in uh, Dover? Did we do Dover? No, you did Delaware with me. Did we? I don't know. <laughs> have we done Delaware? I've been to Delaware, the first state. So, I, but How does the traveling kind of help you not give a crap about what people Opening think? up your view. Yeah. Like, whether it's a, yeah, You also view. see the world is extremely vast and mm-hmm. nobody cares. Ah, that's yeah. good. Just like but I've been to other countries. Yeah. What did Japan? It's Wilmington. We went to Wilmington? Yeah. yeah. Went to Japan, and I was like, oh, man, we're so far away, and we're trying, like, the world is massive, and mm-hmm. nobody cares. We're just one little kernel of corn. Right. And then you can meet other people maybe that are more, like, you, you could validate who you are, because maybe in your small bubble, you're, you feel like you're the only one that's like this, and then you travel a little bit, and you're like, oh, wait a second. There's more people like me. And you see people that are completely different from exactly. you. Exactly. Yes. And are rocking. Yeah. And you're like, why would I judge them for their belief? They were just... Born into a different place where different options were given to them. Mm-hmm. Different opportunities. Yeah, I think it's all of those things traveling, together. Traveling has done that for me. Uh, states and I've been to some pretty cool places out of the country now. Uh, doing Bear Grylls. Went to like remote, Nor- Norway. remote Norway. Not even a city in Norway. Like a remote tiny but village. But you did land in a city, right? Or did you go straight to the wilderness? Went to sit. Went to, we flew Oslo? Here. No. Somewhere smaller. And then took a tiny plane to okay. somewhere else. I don't even remember. Our, uh, Caitlin and I's episode, though, May 17th. But um, we finally feel okay about our appearance in our mid-30s. For men, it's 34. For women, it's 36. The average person feels settled and okay about their relationship at 37. We don't truly feel good about our career till we hit 40. We feel comfortable in our own skin at 42. Do you feel that way, Eddie? Yes. You're the only 42-year-old here. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. We finally start to relax about finances at age 50. You're almost there? Are you yes. Yeah, f- totally. I like to hear that. I mean, dude, I don't give a crap. 
Like, I don't give a crap about what people think at all. Like, and I'm 42. Have you uh, always been that way, though? No. Mm-mm. Um, I always worried about that. And then, my, like, now I'm dealing with my kids. Like, my 13-year-old, that's all he thinks about. Like, oh, my gosh, what are people going to think when they see me wearing this or whatever? And it's weird trying to teach him, like, hey, you're going to grow up and you're going to realize none of that even matters. And people that are thinking about you are going to forget about you in 30 seconds because yeah. they're going to huh. have their own thing going on in life. I wrote about that in my last book where I was like, you know, if you go up and you you have to speak in, you know, in your meeting, you know, a minor version of a public speech, or you have to get on Zoom and talk for a second, or when you mess up, and you're like, God, I'm such an idiot. Like, nobody is going to remember that 30 seconds after. Yeah, they're onto you their are, life. Yeah, you are, but everybody's so focused on themselves. That's right. Mm-hmm. That if I go out, I mean, I've had some really, some some big stumbles on national TV, a couple of them in particular, and nobody remembers them. Everybody's focused on themselves. You will never forget I it. I never forget. <laughs> yeah, but other we'll people will. never forget. Um, but Eddie doesn't care what people think. He's the one that tries to wear sunglasses to be cool, nail polish to be cool, because he wants to be cool. Isn't that yeah. more about you, though, like trying to still be I think that's just me. a rock and roll yeah, guy? Yeah, me, just like my internal soul. Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of like want to live what I feel inside. That's it. I don't care what people think about it. Like I wore the nail polish, and literally I can see people staring at him. I'm like, I don't care if they don't like it or what they're thinking about me. Don't care about that. The weird thing about getting older is, because, again, I'm 41 now, which is crazy because I never thought I would be older. You just <laughs> think you're going to be a kid forever, but you forever. still feel like a kid inside. Like, you're in, you're in feels the same. <laughs> yeah, like, the like just a smarter part, kid. Yes. You're just you, a smarter kid. That's it. Yeah. But imagine, you do have more wisdom. Imagine hopefully. what, like, 80-year-olds feel, you know, because I'm sure there are 80-year-olds out there that are just like, I feel really young, and it's like, dude, you're 80. Like, you don't look young at all. But mentally, they're thinking, like, young things, and maybe they're still kind of love. Maybe they like Justin Bieber, and you're just like, no, that's an old person that watches old TV. I don't think they like Justin Bieber. (laughs) They might. There may be someone. It's. I used to look at 40-year-olds and be like, God, dang, they have no idea. They're so old. (laughs) 40-year-olds, gosh. Yeah, that was so ancient. And then as you get to that, you're like, well... I know now because I'm here that it's kind of the same, just a little smarter. But 20-year-olds are like, yeah, you have no idea, Pops. <laughs> uh, a bridezilla reveals she demoted her maid of honor because she has a fear of public speaking. Oh, that's a bummer. And the, she has to speak. To the point of panic and couldn't give a speech at the wedding. Well, can't you just keep her as your maid of honor and then have somebody else do the speech? That that would have been what a normal person does. Yeah. Be you like, can scratch the speech too, right? Uh-huh. Be like, hey, don't worry about it. If you're scared to speak, just, you're my maid of honor for a reason. We'll get somebody else to speak. Man. I've spoken at a couple weddings where I haven't been the the, the best man. Best man, yeah. I've, I've spoken at weddings I haven't even been the been the, and the party. wedding party. Yeah. Were you supposed to? Yeah, did you just stand up or they asked <laughs> you, you, you to? You ding the glass and you're like, I have something to say. Were you I getting no, paid? I have or? no interest to do that. Um, just a couple friends were like, hey, would you mind saying something? You're real good at saying stuff and being funny. And then there's pressure because I'm like, oh. They tell you the day of, and I'm like, well, now you expect me to be funny. Um, so I've done that a couple of times whenever they, I think they knew their guy was a goofball and wouldn't give nice. And you have to speak for me. Yes, and I, I met Caitlin's sister the other day, and we were talking about it. She's like, she's like, have you written your speech yet? I'm like, no, have you written your speech? She's like, no, what are we going to do? And she was really nervous about it. I'm like, I'm not nervous about it. I mean, it's just definitely, it's not going to be long. I, t- I told her, like, let's just keep them real short. You don't want to do the long I want winded. the really long one. I want, like, dance moves. No, th- th- Caitlin told me, she's like, Bobby thinks you're going to go for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> not thinks, hopes. <laughs> I'm like, he's crazy. There's a difference. Not <laughs> thinks. Hopefully 30 seconds. Hopes. Uh, so she demoted her, which I think the normal thing to do was go, hey, you don't have to give the speech. Yeah. 
Like if you really fear speaking publicly, still be my maid of honor because I love you, but I'll find somebody else to do a speech if I need a speech. <laughs> the question is, how many years is a throwback? I, I deal with this on the countdown show that, that I do, the Country Top 30. Amy deals with this on the Women of I Heart Country. Yeah, well, and something came up on Women of I Heart Country that gave basically the definition of a throwback, and I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Okay, before you tell me that definition, okay, how many years to be a throwback for you? I say 10 years. In my opinion? Yeah. I mean, we were listening to classic rock the other day, and then all the music we liked was in classic rock, and that's definitely a throwback, so I go 20. 20 years for a throwback. Wow, 20 years for a throwback? Yes. I go 10. What's the definition? Well, from what I've been told, it's five years. Whoa. So anything from, yeah, what, 2016 or so is considered a throwback? But is that just somebody making a rule? I I have no, that's why I'm asking you. It's probably somebody that's plugging in a song and just going, we need a reason to play this song. (laughs) We'll call it a throwback. Uh, Technically, it's anything that happened like yesterday, yesterday, right? What was the song? Uh, I I don't even remember. Oh, Oh, I don't think it was Carrie Underwood, but. It, It was Carrie Underwood, 2016, Carrie Underwood Church Bells. Oh, okay. Well, here you go. Yep. 2016. That That's why I said that year. Okay. Well, there's my memory, but. All right. Let's see. What else do I have here? Amy at the grocery store. What happened to you? What did happen to me at the grocery store? You were in the pickup line. I have to set her up for her own site. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Guys, uh, I think I got hit on kind of, but I don't even know for sure because I just walked away. I felt Wait, awkward. the last time you told this story was like a 10-year-old. <laughs> I know. Is this a regular person? He was asking person? for my number. This was an adult okay. man. And we're in the grocery store checkout line and we're socially distanced, of course. So he's far away. Like, I don't think he can like really smell me, but he compliments the perfume that I'm wearing. But I'm not wearing any perfume. So I say, oh, I'm not wearing any. that's my butt. (laughs) No. (laughs) I said, I'm not not wearing any perfume. To which he said, oh, so you just naturally smell sweet? Okay, all right, Cassie. Okay, was he 90, though? Because it's either a young kid or a very old man. No, no. He was like our age-ish. And to which I then shrugged my shoulders and then luckily it was my turn to like start paying and checking out my food. So I just smiled and I had my mask on and I kept going and I didn't look back. But I thought, well, that was interesting. I don't know. Is that a pickup line? Like, is that a thing y'all would do? Yes. You had your wedding ring ring on. I had my wedding ring on. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But he did say, so you just naturally smell sweet? It's a pickup line. It is. Unless it's a really old man or a young kid, that's a pickup line. I've learned at my age of 42, we're like, don't just say things about a woman's appearance or it's going to be a pickup line. Mm-hmm. Like, like, ooh, I really like your hair. Even that, like at my age, that's a pickup line. So I just ignore all those now. After 65, it's just an old guy being nice. <laughs> okay, yeah, the older guy can say that. Below 18, it's just a dumb kid. I mean, 17, you're probably trying to get... But <laughs> oh but, but we, we don't think it's creepy until they're legal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was someone in the parameters of... It looked like in our window of ages. Savage. And you had your wedding ring 40 on? Something. I don't know, Eddie, that he was really hitting we're on tell- me. I think, Bobby, we're telling you. I you, don't know for sure. Did you just say savage? Yeah. I've, in normal conversation? Is that, is that- no, I'm going to tell you this. It worked. Yeah! It worked <laughs> to where I moved on with the conversation. And then I was like... Wait, wait, did I say savage? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we should revisit that. But (laughs) You don't think that worked? No, I think it worked. But yes, we need to acknowledge, like, well done. Yeah, and we won't acknowledge it anymore. You now have liberty to use savage. Thank you. I probably won't. As long as you don't call it in, like, I'm about to say savage, guys. (laughs) I'm about to be cool in a second. Dang. Yeah, you get hit on. All right. Does that make you feel hot? I don't know. I guess a little bit. Does that make you feel less hot? 
No, it doesn't. Yeah. I guess, well, I But don't you know. didn't do anything other than smell good, He technically good, didn't though. say, like, I looked sweet. He yeah. said, I smelled <laughs> sweet. Smell good. <laughs> so, I don't know. Was he blind? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, his senses, I, I've, I had a blind friend once, and his senses, like, smell and taste was off the charts. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Did, did he literally smell like some perfume you had on he, three weeks ago? Maybe, because, yes, I literally was not wearing perfume. Charlie Warsham stopped by my house yesterday. We're featuring his song, Fist Through This Town, on the Country Top 30 this weekend. Here's a clip of that. I want to put my fist this town. And so I was talking to him. Just love him. I think you'll love hearing this interview. He had an interesting answer when I asked him about how he's been able to stay with the same label all these years after two albums that hasn't been huge commercially successful. You know, he hasn't been like this massive star that everyone thinks he should be, including myself. And why he thinks they've stuck with them. Here you go. I got the goods. I know that, I, right? I and I don't mean agree. that in a cocky way, I, but I, I, I do. don't take it in a cocky way. No, you know, like you know, Vince Gill is my hero, and he told me a while, long, long while back now, man, just don't worry about it. Stick with it. They're always going to bet on you because they they will always bet on talent, and they may run out of money. You know, it's almost like Warner sitting at the poker table, and their their Charlie chips are getting shorter and shorter until it we get a winning hand. But I do think they'll keep betting on me until they're out of options. He talked about going to on-site because he was probably drinking a little too much. and it's, He's very open. Talked about opening for Taylor Swift. Uh, but just a guy that I've always been drawn to since I moved to town was maybe the first artist because I was just so hesitant to be friends with an artist because I felt like, well, if I'm friends with them, I can't actually have an opinion about them. And so his first one I ever like, went to lunch with and hung out with outside of the. But just love him. Great guy. Love when he plays the Opry. But that interview is up on the Bobby cast this week. I do hope you check it out. It's a, it's a really good episode. I did see some more Rachel Hollis stuff this morning on the New York Times. had a big story on her. Yeah. It was, what, it was like, girl. Uh, girl, shut your mouth or something? No, or girl, girl like, wash your, time wash your timeline. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. Did you guys see that? I yes, see that. I did. I'm not piling on, but. Explain. I don't know what that is. Well, Rachel Hollis was the author, self-help person that Amy's beefing with. Yes. We're not beefing, but. I, I remember that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But just, yeah, we're not beefing. And we had talked about it on the show. And it came and went. Well, she has a book called Girl, Wash Your Face. And I think I haven't read the New York Times article, but I did see the headline where, so they were doing a play on the title of her book, like Girl, Wash Your Timeline, because some of the stuff that she had put on her feed, on her timelines, on social media, were pretty toxic and weird or odd behavior. That's why if you're like me, you clean it off every year. <laughs> Just yeah. delete. Because I've said a lot of dumb stuff over the years mm. since I've been on Twitter. Yeah. About every three years, I just do a whole cleanup because I'm a different person. Girl, wash your timeline. That's funny. It, it really was just stuff that I'd already heard. Oh, okay. She was planning, I guess, to get back at it May 31st mm-hmm. and have like a seminar, and now they've delayed that. Yeah, the women's conference. She, she put an announcement up on her podcast. She did about a 10, 13-minute just podcast of her kind of apologizing, I think, and then saying, yes, that they are delaying their women's conference just for time for her to regroup and do some work, some inner work, and grow had, as a person. I had tickets. <laughs> to the women's conference? Yeah. I bet you did. I had tickets. Mm-hmm. I did our podcast. I didn't know the difference. Some people that line up stuff for me, they're like, hey, why don't you do this podcast? Wildly popular. I'm like, great. Oh, I'd heard of her, yeah. Yeah, I'd seen the cover of her book before. I thought she was extremely nice when I talked to her. I, have, I don't have a beef with her. I don't really know what's going on. I I liked her from our interaction. I thought she was very nice to me. But before I did it, Caitlin was like, I don't know if you should do that. And I was like, why? She was like, eh, I just feel like I've seen some shady stuff. And I was like, relax. 
I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then she told Amy, and Amy's like, ooh, I dare you. <laughs> you would go on that. This is before any of the drama was out. Way before. And I was like, guys, relax. And I went on, had a good time. <laughs> I came away from it, and I was like, see, this is great. Relax. And then all a few the months stuff, go by. And then Amy's like, told you so. Oh, man. Caitlin's like, told you so. And they didn't tell me at the same time. They told me separately, and they had no idea everything was about to happen. No. But anyway, she's going to be on Monday. <laughs> Has she decided okay. to come on? I didn't know. I thought Scuba Steve was trying to reach out. but no, I, I, I'm not bringing her on just to, be, just to beat her up. Oh, no. I don't want to beat her up. I mean, I, no. Amy. I think that, no. If we put her, on, ne- if we put her on the show, mm-hmm. it'd be for two reasons. To beat her up or she'd want to apologize. And I don't, we don't need that on our show. Okay. Yeah. Good. I didn't know that those were the only two options because I would not lean towards beating her up by any means. Well, what would you lean towards? I was just curiosity to see where, where she is and what her 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 plan is, but I guess she did release that in her little podcast statement. Although, I don't know, I'm still just confused by a few things. But I just think that we do have a lot of listeners that have gravitated towards her teachings. And I just also for just awareness for them to, to just be careful. Are her teachings bad? Well, she has no credentials whatsoever either. to, well, but, a lot of those but you don't. also don't like say you're not you're not doing half the, you'd have to, you'll have to watch her stuff to understand what I'm saying, but it's very like, to, she, she wants to be, or she was a self-proclaimed uh, female Tony Robbins and holding these big seminars. And I think a lot of times women that were showing up were kind of in a vulnerable place and she didn't really, she wasn't the, maybe the right person to be talking to them, which she didn't really talk so much. A lot of times she kind of like yells and points Ooh, and like, like demands that this <laughs> like is the how yeah, the like you need to live. Was and... that a cycling class last night? And she was a yeller. Right. Yeah. Like, Get off of your butt. Yes, ma'am. Pedal harder. Well, they have credentials to teach that cycle class. But do they? I don't know that they do. You have do. to get certified. Absolutely. To teach a cycle class? Yes. Uh, you can't just teach spin. Like that time I tried to become a step instructor. I couldn't get certified because I failed the test. Mm. I don't know. No, it is. A hundred percent. I have no idea. I am not a specialist in who needs to be certified. <laughs> I just want to declare that for the record. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. I just saw it in the New York, New York Times this morning, the big article about it. I was like, yeah, that's still a thing, huh? Yeah. Don't worry. She'll be forgiven. She'll be rocking again in six months. I, I hope that she it, is able to come back. Like, I'm not, I don't want her to be down at all. I just was would always. Would you do a charity boxing match against her? No, because cool? I don't want to box her. I don't want that to be the would thing. You do, okay, okay. I'm just perplexed. Would you do a charity by... uplifting tournament where you try to uplift folks publicly and see who gets the most uplifts? Well, maybe. <laughs> I just feel like there's a time in my life where I would have maybe fallen prey to some of the stuff. And I'm just thankful that I'm in a, a, a place where, yeah, I just never vibed with it. That I was able to recognize, like, what is she selling? Because I'm not buying it. But a lot of women buy it. And they have made her very, very rich. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> How about that concept? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, well, apparently, I had sent Abby, our phone screener, a message on Instagram because she was showing off at work our new vending area. Have you yes. No, what happened? I don't know. I was like, where? It's like Disneyland of vending machines and like stands with just food in it. It's where like, is it? It's like a convenience it's upstairs. store. It's like a gas station upstairs. Everything's just out. And you can you pay get. for it? Yes, you can just get it. It's like all laid out in racks, Where chips, do you put the money? And then you just scan a little code and it charges you. That's you, it. But it's an honor system. Mm. So you can, Lunchbox could literally go up there, oh, no. grab a bag of chips, and just, not pay for it. I mean, it. this is, bad is news. like 
lunchbox gold. He's cashing in. This is. Do you know how much of that stuff Rachel Hollis would take? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Hollis. Yeah, I have no, I have no problem with her. I'm just. I know. I was just a joke. I mean, it was funny. funny. I don't even know what the stitches really is. I know she's had some really insensitive stuff. Um, when well, talk, yeah, it's talking about a housekeeper, but what she's done, I have no idea. Yeah. So I am not going to speak on that. But that was a funny joke. Well, yeah. it was just funny. Thank you. Um, have you been up there, Lunchbox? No, I haven't seen it, but I will be going up there today. No oh, boy. What? I can't go look at something, Eddie. Are no, no, no. Eating? I'm just, I'm just saying, just you know, it's an honor system. So if you take something, if there's a bunch of chips or sandwiches or cookies that are out, going, hey, this is, uh, just be sure to go pay over at the side. Will you go and pay over at the side? We'll see if how difficult it is. You know, if what if I swipe my card doesn't work? I'm not going to sit there for hours and try to figure it out. But then you put it I'll... back what you were going to buy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Give us oh, a yeah, 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 give yeah. us a report on on what you think about that place. I will probably sounds pretty cool. I just never go upstairs in the building. No, I don't either. And also, there's no one up there, so I don't know why we have that whole thing. Why don't we put that downstairs where there's actual there's, people? Well, I guess it's true. I think there's <laughs> I mean, like there's a no more one upstairs. open space in that. Is it in that kitchen area? They're, yeah, know. they're kind of opening back up to sales, though, aren't they? Yes, yeah, slowly. Yeah. Um, all right, and finally, we're going to do who on the show would you trust? For what? Yeah, well, like what? There's different things. I'm going to give you well, up, yes, and that's why I have different things here. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was just meant overall. Nope. All right. It's a fun game. It's called Who on the Show Would You Trust to Blank? <laughs> all right. Who on the show would you trust to house sit your pet? Mm-hmm. Mike D? That's weird. Really? You have any pets, Mike D? No, I don't. Yeah. I'm, okay. oh. I'm at a pet. Uh, Morgan number two. Oh, yeah. Good, good one. And she loves her dog, treats her like a human. So. Mm-hmm. How are you guys not picking me? Because you're gone all the time. And, and you're busy. You and you're going to be dogs. like, oh. But I, they just play with the dogs. No, no, okay. no. They would kill each other. I'm deeply offended Sorry, by this. Sorry, I'm saving you for something else. Mm. No, don't give me that crap. <laughs> you're trying to Rachel Hollis me, aren't you? <laughs> what? <laughs> See, it just works for everything. Yeah, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop. Uh, to house set my pet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it no. sucks not to get picked, yeah, doesn't okay, it? Amy, get out. And you have a dog. I'm, I have two dogs. That and I, I have birds. They're not, not yours. yours. Yes, they they're are. nature's. They're mine. Oh, I am feeding them. She's dead serious. I have named them. I'm going to go with Mike D because I'd be like, hey, stay at my house. Okay, <laughs> see? Oh, stay, stay at your house. house. I used to for Dusty. Yeah. My old All right. Dog. So. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, how about to, uh, Lunchbox, who would you pick? Morgan, number two. All right. Who on the show would you trust to get your meal order right? It's like, hey, I'm going to have this. I got a little alterations here, a little, little no onions. Going to do a little uh, chicken, a little ranch dressing on the side, not on it. Who would you trust? Our options are every single person on the show. Sure. Okay, phone screener, Abby. Mike D. He's organized. I go Mike D, too, because he needs to get all his crap right all the time, his food, because he only eats, like, lettuce on Wednesdays. Yes. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah, and Tuesday, it's Gromanzo beans only, and the rest he doesn't eat. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I go Mike D. Lunchbox. I think I go Scuba Steve. He has to be oh, detail oriented. He handles all these emails that come in, so I figure he has to be on top of things. Who on the show would you trust to bail you out of jail? Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, I'd show up. You well, would. and yeah, and I don't you, know how much it's going to cost. And I don't know. Yeah, the bail <laughs> could get a little steep. You know, so, <laughs> so none of these fools can cover that. Right. <laughs> Mike. Well, yeah, you for sure. <laughs> this is the one I get. Lunchbox. Well, since I can't pick myself because I'm in jail, I'd have to pick you because you got the deepest pockets. Yeah. 
Well, that's the second reason to get picked by your friends. <laughs> no, but also you would show up. I would show and up. And you would hire a good attorney. Okay, it's all about hiring and podcasting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you would Thank answer you, the Amy. phone. I would answer the phone. That's true. Especially if we called, because you'd be like, what's the emergency? That's Why are you it. calling? I don't call what's anybody. Wrong? Nobody calls me. When you guys do call me, I'm like, Whoa, what? what's the problem here? I'm always like, who do I need to bail out of jail? So far, <laughs> nobody. How about to give you a kidney? Let's say everybody matches. Everybody matches? On the show. And you, oh. and you go down. Who would you call to give you a kidney? Hmm. Oh, that's easy. Uh, and they have to—they have to be willing to do it. Like you're, you're betting on they're willing to do it too. Yeah, you, Bobby. Yeah, I'd say you, Bobby. I think you'd like the press. Oh. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I think I would go Eddie. I'd give I'd you give one, you dude. Kidney. I would probably go. Why are you mouthing something at me? Well, because I feel like also too, your organs are not tainted by alcohol. Oh yeah, hey. Oh, that's really good. Because they would be the healthiest organ. Right. So now, Bones, you have to pick uh, I mean, thinking about back that. then. <laughs> now you got Eddie's. <laughs> You're not getting my liver. Huh. Whose organ would I take? Maybe. I, why you? What? You just made a whole thing like who's? I take yours, Amy. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, how about to get you to the airport on time? Ooh. Bobby. Bobby. Early. Give me there early. I get there early. You'd be annoyed. You'd Day be before. Yeah, that's true. Uh, lunchbox? You, of course. I mean, you're on time, Bobby. Yeah, we get there an hour before Bobby. All right. Who would you trust to pick out your wedding song? Like, okay, you got to pick it out for me. Go. Bobby. Okay. Be you, dude. Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I would say Eddie. I think he has my musical taste a little bit so more. I'm talking about mariachi. So there's the, who cares? I'd pick Limerick's love song, but I guess I wouldn't. <laughs> I guess I guess I wouldn't. Lunchbox? Uh, lunchbox? Oh, I'd be Eddie. Uh, just because I think Bobby picked some sad, weird. I mean, he likes some sad songs, so I would go Eddie. I got you, Lunch. To perform CPR on you. Eddie, he knows. Guys, the only one. Ooh. Morgan number two. No, she has no clue. No, Eddie knows, though. I've been certified like Morgan five Amy. times. Amy just doesn't want you touching her. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you know what? I'll take Stanley the dog. She's Fine, like, Amy. I won't do the mouth-to-mouth, all right? I'll <laughs> skip that part. You're promising her now. If she dies, you will not do mouth-to-mouth. I will yeah. skip that part. That's funny. Um. Okay, 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 okay. I think that's going to be it for this segment. I uh, appreciate you guys. Hey, don't forget, we're doing a, uh, speaking of dogs, if you go to my Twitter and also bobbybones.com, we are trying to raise some money for a dog organization here in town. You don't have to take part in it, but if you have five, ten bucks and you want to help us support the organization that we uh, adopted Eller from, it's up now. And we love for the help. They love for the help. They're saving dogs and it's called the Big Payback and we're helping them out. So appreciate you guys. It's up on my Twitter and it's up at bobbybones.com. All right, thank you. Let's look back at 2005 in a segment we call Flashback Friday. Flashback Friday! The biggest country song on this day is from Craig Morgan. That's what I love about Sunday. That's what I love about Sunday. That's a good one. That is a good one. Craig Morgan's had so many hits, you just forget. When he came in here, I'm just played and played and played. Yeah. We're like, ah, I'm so good. Oh, oh, I remember that one. Yeah. I remember. That's what I love about Sunday. What a jam. The only Craig Morgan hit that I didn't fully love was Corn Star. I don't yes. know that one. Sing that one. Ray, will you see if you can pull up Corn Star? It's funny now, and Caitlin loves it. But Corn Star, meaning... It's a it, play on... Oh, yes. the play other on the of, other kind of star. Yes. B-Star? Like the words are, she's not the kind of girl you meet on the corner of Hollywood and Vine. You might bump into her on aisle 21 of Farmer's Feed and Supply. Okay. And then it goes on, <laughs> Corn Star. She's a corn star. What? This is... This is a joke. Every county fair, y'all corn star. 
this and moving traffic faster But everybody knows the only reason for the road Was to see your trucker lugging on the top of that tractor you I know have, corn star? I was I, just feeling comfortable no, listening no, to it. No, I've, I've literally never heard, never heard that in my life. You know corn star? No, so I'm not quite sure it was quite the hit that you yeah. said it was. Corn is awesome. And you know in those writing rooms when they wrote that, they're like, God, that's so good. You get really? it? I never brought up corn star with him oh. about if he still plays it or I don't know. I don't know if you know if it's controversial all the time. I just always hear it and be like, corn star, huh? Hmm. <laughs> but I do. It made it. Let's see here. I feel awkward listening to him sing about I'm it. Look up for country radio, U.S. country airplay. It, like, are you seeing where it was on the charts? Yeah. Huh. Not, not number one, that, probably. No, that looks like I'm looking at an album list, though. I don't know. Whatever. Um, no, singles is up above that. Oh, it is a uh, number fifty. <laughs> oh, man, exactly. <laughs> the big hit. Bones. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I thought the big hit. What do I know? Okay, uh, anyway, love Craig Morgan. Uh, it's like corn star. Was a little, little sus, as they say, it though. Is. Uh, the biggest pop song is Kanye and Jamie Foxx, Gold Digger, 2005. And the very first YouTube video was posted. Do you know what it was? And, um, it's a clip of the zoo. It was a clip zoo? of one of the co-founders standing in front of elephants at the San Diego Zoo. Here's a clip of the video that now has 163 million views, but was the first ever YouTube video. All right, so here we are in front of the uh, elephants. Cool thing about these guys is that, is that they have really, really, really long fronts, and that's that's cool. And that's pretty much all there is to say. That was it. I'm going to watch that right now. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't think I've ever known what the first video was, so that's cool. That's it. Uh, what's going on this weekend with you? I'm going to go to see my brother. He he lives in Tampa, so my daughter and I are doing a girls' trip. So we're going to go hang out with him. Nice. Yeah, I just kind of rekindled with him after my dad passed away. He was here a few days and visited, and we thought, we need to get together more. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> what about you? I am going to try to play some sort of golf. I'm playing in this pro-am tournament with professionals in a couple weeks, and I just oh. have not been playing that much golf. I need to kind of sharpen any skill that I don't really have, but that Eddie can't play because parents are in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it would be rude of me to leave them for four hours. But how long hours. are they here? Uh, two weeks. Bruh. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're here two weeks. Should I try it? Bruh. Because I, I know if I ask them, they're going to be like, of course, just go. It's fine. They're here. It's not like they're here three days. Mm. Bruh. Mm. What are you thinking? Saturday? Maybe. Tomorrow? Or, yeah, Saturday, okay. Sunday. We'll, okay. We'll I'll see. think about it. Uh, That's what's up. Exercise, eat, pet the dogs, live okay. life. You still going hard on that one day a week? Uh, Caitlin's parents, Caitlin's mom and sister were in town, and I actually did two hard days this oh, week. Oh, two. But I felt like I yeah. had the grace it's to do okay. that, because who cares? Right. Just living life. Who cares? That's what's up. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Bye, friends. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones.